live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Tuesday, January 18. T-Row in the morning, showtime. We are live today on the road at Brown O'Haver in Moore, America. Toby Rowland with you. T.J. Perry back in studio. This is The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Extreme Outdoor Equipment. I'll be there on Thursday afternoon. Looking forward to that. Rams blow out the Cardinals last night. The NFL Wild Card Weekend comes to an end with a thud, 34-11. to Kyler Murray, not good. Uh, thunder fall last night to the Mavs, 104-102 in Dallas. And we've got OU Kansas tonight in the Lloyd Noble Center, 6 o'clock tip-off. TJ, good morning. How are you today? I'm doing fine, thanks. Hope you're doing well. It's good. It is good. That's good to hear, TJ. Oh, it's so That's good. good. How so was your good. Monday? Um, it was good. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Uh, you know, we had how's the fish the drama fish situation. That yeah, that's what we all want to know. How's the fish doing today? Um, fish is gone. He's dead. Oh, we boy. just don't know where he went. Apparently, uh, the great Hambino ate him. We're pretty sure of that. So. Boy, we left the show yesterday hoping for a miracle. Yeah, too, it just no. didn't happen. Squint, uh, uh, Smalls never showed up. Squints and uh, Benny the Jet are still good. Hambino's still good, but uh, we no don't sign officially of know if he's dead. Well, where did he we go? Just assume <laughs> he's, he's dead. He's the greatest hide and seek player in the world. <laughs> Give this him is a like medal. One of those Give him a medal. Movies where the director tricks you into thinking the lead actor is dead early in the movie, and then he comes right. walking in later in he's the show. Kaiser you know? Soze-ing me. He's going to start coming out with a you know dragon and then walking normally. I'm just saying you are not 100% sure the fish is dead. True. It's just gone. He's just gone. Most likely it's dead. Yes, yeah. yes. And I did re- uh, Boy, read how's it. the young man handling it? He's fine now. He's fine now. It was, uh, uh, you know. 
quite traumatic. Uh, you know, early in the morning, he was he was in. Did a, we shed tears over a he, fish? He did cry over the fish. He oh, did shed man, tears. I hate to hear that. I hate to uh, see Smalls that. was his favorite because he was the smallest, and so Smalls didn't make it. It's all right. Oh boy, there's a right. life lesson to be learned there, kids. Right. There's a life lesson to be learned there. So, well, I'm sorry. That was the, to hear that, that was the biggest, uh, you know, event of my day yesterday. We're all Did good. Did you go now. buy him another fish immediately? No, or? no, no. He's just dwell in the, the three for yeah. a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's too soon. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. I watched a uh, Yellowstone episode last night. I thought you would. Uh, I thought you'd appreciate that. I like to keep you updated on my Yellowstone. Are you Yellowstoning, John? Are you through season four yet? Hang on a second. John Whitson with us from uh, uh, Brown O'Haver. TJ, make John welcome. Good morning, please. John. Welcome. Morning, TJ. Thank you. Looking good. Let me set the scene first off for John. Fully bearded, mm-hmm. uh, looking Yellowstone-ish himself. But with a handsome-looking uh, sweater, is that cashmere? This is uh, the cricket brand of sweaters. Okay, popularized by Luke uh, Wilson. All right, of the Wilson brothers. Show me those shoes again that these you're the, wearing. These are my Yellowstone. Boots. He's got boots. There's on. There's a sweater popularized on, by Owen Wilson. <laughs> I didn't know this. Uh, Luke, Luke Wilson. W- Luke Wilson. I mean, Luke Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Come on, TJ. Yes, Luke Wilson. It's got a pocket on it like a shirt huh. would. Yeah. How about that? Cricket. Cricket brand. And a dark jean, TJ, like almost like a dress jean that he's wearing today. You look very nice. You got so fancy for you. Before, before Yellowstone, I would have never even considered Wrangler jeans. Yeah. I look at those grown men in Wrangler jeans, and I'm obsessed with them. It's all I can do. And I've always been a Ford guy. Like Ford trucks, you're a Dodge Ram now. I'm close. Mm. I'm close to <laughs> good I mean, looking truck. Oh my god! I've said a, I've said for a while it's the best looking that, truck on the market. This is before Yellowstone. There is something about that show and their product placement and the way it gets into your psyche. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. There's a particular a whiskey hat, right? that they drink in the bunkhouse sometimes, and I point it out to Katie every time. I'm like, look, that's what I drink. It's at the. It's what I have at the house. You know what? Uh, just makes me feel better. <laughs> Alice got me one gift for Christmas. One gift, which is really good self-control for her because normally she goes crazy. One gift. She called it the gift of the year. She's like, you – and I was worried. About, I was like wow, stressed. a lot of buildup. Well, exactly. And so I was like telling to myself, I hope I can react appropriately. Like what if it's something I – like she wanted to give me, but I didn't right. necessarily want, you know, there was just a lot going Don't on. Don't let the disappointment show on your yeah, face. Yeah, so I was like, for weeks, I'm like building up to like, oh, this is amazing. I opened that gift, and it is the actual jacket that Casey Dutton wears on Yellowstone. Get out of here. I've looked up that jacket. She, That's a big-time jacket. She had to go. Thank you, TJ. She Hang had on, to go so to Canada. It, off of the movie set? Well, not off of Casey okay, himself. It's a but, replica of the jacket. That Yeah, I got you. This is no replica of anything. This is a nice jacket. I thought maybe it was a piece of movie memorabilia. No, not memorabilia. Actual You're, apparel. Right, I'm with you. That okay. you wear. Okay. And it took no uh, it took no acting on my part to be excited about this jacket. It's It's fantastic. That's proper excitement because Casey is the cool one on the show 
Well, here's the deal. I Most... don't understand all of the gaga over Rip by the ladies. Casey's a much better looking guy. My wife would agree too. <laughs> is then... your wife a is your wife a, a Casey? Oh, girl? she loves Casey. Yeah. But like all this, no, Alice is Casey. A... Rip's always got like dirt on his face, and he's like, I don't know why there's so much. Alice is a Rip girl, but she knows that I would never like. That's not that would never be my persona. That wouldn't get. I wouldn't get there. Bro, well, yeah. maybe that's why she likes Casey because there are a lot of similarities between me and Casey. Yeah. Maybe she sees a lot of me. But and I'm Casey. just telling you that show is like like you watch the first one. And you're well. I mean, I don't know what the big first deal one. Is. I almost turned off the. Yeah. I almost didn't watch it. And then you watch the second one, and you're like, okay, I'm in it. And then now it's like you're obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. I can't. Mm-hmm. Now I haven't got into 1883 yet. My brother says it's the way to go. He says to get all fired up about it, and watch it. But how far into the season of the Stone are you? Uh, oh, I'm no season I'm, four. I'm Have you finished up. it? Oh yeah, no, I'm caught the up. Whole thing. Yeah, we watched episode three last night, so we're early in season four. The first episode of season four, that first fifteen minutes, yeah, is the most exciting television I think I've ever watched in my life. Pretty good. I mean, I was like holding my breath the entire time. It's pretty good. <laughs> and the what I love is this this the the Godfather themes that carry through. You know, when he's brought back to the house, he's got the armed guards around yeah. the gate, right? I mean, it's just like they nail it. It is the Godfather, isn't it? It, it absolutely is. Yeah, they nail it. A bit of a slow episode last night. Uh, poor Jimmy, boy, he just can't catch a break. He gets sent off to Texas last night. Uh, the boys causing Beth problems. Uh, the, 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 the kid is a handful, and that's really all we accomplished on last night's episode. So it was a little bit slow, it, but anyway, it was good. Yeah, it's fantastic. It was good. I'm glad to know you're watching it. Oh yeah, no, and it I'm makes in it. Uh, it makes your look, uh, you know, pulls your look together too. You got a bit of a Yellowstone feel to you today. Well, I... kind of a Jamie feel, to be honest, to the way you're Thanks dressed. Thanks a lot. Today. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would be. Nobody wants to be compared to Jamie. Jamie, by the way, looks just like my brother. Is there a more pathetic figure in all of television? No, there's uh, not. I don't think so. I don't think so. Here's the thing, too. I was going to talk to this about TJ last night. Talking about streaming and watching stuff on TV. I know TJ is a big fan of streaming and streaming services. Sure, absolutely. I yeah. have regular I have regular Direct TV cable. Okay, and there is a there is a sublime joy of flipping through the channels, right? Yeah, oh, flipping yes. through the channels. I do it all the time. Yeah, the, TV, it, the guy. It was six forty five in the evening. I'm waiting for the the ball game to start. I'm flipping through the channels, and. What is on with 15 minutes left is Hoosiers. Oh. And so you get the last. I mean, they're in the huddle. I Talk, flip to it. and Talk they're slower, in the, please. I flip to it, and they're in the huddle. <laughs> yes. And he's draw. You know, he's drawing up the, you know, the picket uh-huh. fence. Merle's yeah. going to take the last shot, the whole deal. Don't get caught watching the paint dry. And all I can think to myself is if I was. Why would you call me? Why did you text me? 100% streaming. This wouldn't have happened. That wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I would have missed this opportunity That's to right. watch this last 15 minutes. Watch the shot go in. Watch the the crowd storm. Watch the look between Barbara Hershey and Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. Have them pan to the little kid shooting baskets in the gym. I love you guys. I mean, come you on. You can't catch the last 15 minutes of anything streaming. No, you. Mm-mm. There's no. There's no. Uh, everything has to be deliberate. And I just don't. I think you miss out on that. Kids are going to miss out on that. Kids are going to miss out on the last 15 minutes of Hoosiers, the last 15 minutes of The Natural. Um, you know, 
Little Giants, whichever sports movie you're going to miss out on, you're going to miss out on it. Excellent point you bring. Early in the show today. Well, it might be. Second this might be one. my. Be, this might be my best stuff. I don't, don't know. But that's what I was soon. thinking. Yeah, I think. <laughs> but that was what I was thinking last night. I was thinking about you guys because I know. T- you? I know you're a Hoosiers guy. Oh yeah. And TJ's a, a, a cable guy, so I figured. But it, you do have streaming services. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I don't use them nearly as much as like Alice uses them or the kids. You know. Right. I like. I like the joy of just you sitting there. You prefer the cable. Streaming services are only a last ditch effort. If you can't find what you're looking for on the cable. That's exactly. Well, like Yellowstone's on Peacock. We got Peacock just for Yellowstone. But again, you have to be deliberate. It has to be like a conscious choice. I want to watch this thing on this thing. Yeah. And I don't really, that's not the way my TV viewings ever worked. We're with you. I'm with you. I know. Preach. Jim Gaffigan sent out a great tweet last night. He said, I wish they had put all these streaming services together and call it cable. Uh, that is pretty good. That is pretty good. Uh, well, a stinker of a football game last night. Really, uh, only two of the six wild card games this weekend were good. Uh, Kyler was woo teach. Did you Boy, watch Kyler last yeah, night? Yeah, uh, he Ugh. was. He looked completely lost, and that that one yeah. ball he threw up from the end zone, you know, trying to avoid the safety, was just ugly and. Oh man, that was Carson Wentz esque. Right yeah, there. <laughs> he looked like he looked like he had never played an NFL game before, and they made they made uh, Arizona look bad last night, and, and quickly, and didn't let up. Yeah, boy, the Cardinals just caved in. What were they like, eleven and two at one point, or something like that? And looked like they may be Super yeah. Bowl bound. And- mm-hmm. I was uh, I went to Arizona for Christmas, so mm-hmm. I was listening to Arizona Sports Radio out there. And they were, um, they were, they were tep- like very cautiously critical of Kingsbury. So they didn't want to jump all over him. They weren't right. anything like our fan base is over anybody that we cheer for. You know, they were very cautious, but they're very nice in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And uh, but they're they're examining his late season record as a head coach. And in his last eight games of any season he's ever been a head coach, he's never been over five hundred. In his last eight games, really? So any so any it's a track eight, record of any collapse. eight games at Texas Tech, any eight games now at Arizona, his best record was like three and five at Texas Tech. He's got to go into next year feeling some heat. Well, I mean, the this way was, this year ended. He just he doesn't make adjustments very well. Remember it, when he was the lead candidate for the OU job? I, <laughs> For all the all of all of two hours, yeah, no, <laughs> it was like, like seven oh, minutes until geez. I think Teddy put that on blast. That would immediately. Been terrible. Who uh, was it? Was it Schefter that reported that? I think yes. it was Schefter. Yeah, yeah. Teddy said no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma, Oklahoma has contacted Cliff Kingsbury. Teddy said no, they haven't. <laughs> I, I don't know. He just there's a, just there's a lot of similarities there with other coaches that we've had in the past where you just uh-huh. don't, they don't make the adjustments. And you just, like last night going to that game, Mc, I mean, McVay, you, you knew McVay was going to outcoach Kingsbury. You just knew that there was no chance. Yeah, There was no chance going into that game. And it's uh, if you're a Cardinals fan, it's got to be frustrating to see the talent you've got on that team going up against uh, just, you know, already playing against a stacked deck when you have Kingsbury as your coach. Now we're down to eight. We've got next weekend's playoff schedule. We can run that down. Big game tonight in the LNC. We've got uh, some comings and goings, but some uh, 
Tra- what I should transfer portal news. That's what I should say. We got transfer portal and recruiting news out there. Plus, we're still waiting on Dart and Trig. So I asked Parker Thune to stop by this morning. He's going to pop in at seven thirty-five and just kind of update us on the latest portal news and what could be dropping today if you're an OU fan. 405-329-9000, if you want to jump in, you could text the show, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. We're live at Brown O'Haver today, back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show. The Ref Radio Sports Network. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Norman Regional Hospital, Norman Regional Health Plex, and a number of specialized professional offices across the Norman uh, Moore area. The Norman Regional Health System is here to serve all of South Central to Oklahoma's care needs. So you were at the episode last night where Jimmy rides with uh, uh, Travis in the truck. Iron privates for the Cowboys! <laughs> Thank you. Dave. Sorry, I brought I brought the cord just so I could play. Just so that you could play that. Today. Yes, thank yeah. you. Well, they just started their journey. He just got into the car, right? The truck. Sorry, nobody rides in cars on Yellowstone. Well, Beth. Does, okay, okay. You're not to the scene then yet where they're driving overnight. No, no, no. Okay. They just pulled out of the very small, undersized Yellowstone Ranch, and uh, they're giving him a hard time. Mm-hmm. Like, does he have to ride with us? All that kind of stuff. Put your stuff in the back. That's you know? right. That's right. And he, they're they're pretty much abusing him before they even leave. <laughs> and he's looking longingly out the tinted window at the girl. I don't know her name. They're both got tears in their eyes. Mia, Mia, okay. Mia. Yeah. They they both got tears in their eyes as he pulls away. That's it. That's where I was last night. Yeah, Jimmy should learn in this show, never get in the truck with anyone because uh, they're just going to make fun of him and pick on him. It doesn't matter if it's Rip, if it's John Dutton, if it's Travis. It doesn't matter who Jimmy gets in a truck with. He's getting picked on. So <laughs> I keep waiting. You, you know there's going to be a moment of glory for Jimmy, right? There's, there's. I mean, I don't know. Don't give anything away. I'm not giving anything away, but. We're four seasons yeah, in, and yeah. I keep waiting for Jimmy to save the day. And be the hero or something like that. But it's just, it's a constant stream of abuse for Jimmy. That's right. Broken bones, getting dumped by girls, getting fired by bosses, getting humiliated. It's just, poor guy. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. This text just says, preach, brother John, preach. Yeah. I don't know what that's about, but you got a supporter early in the show. That's right. Uh, Yellowstone is the modern-day Dallas and who shot JR, etc., with a touch of the Godfather. That's that's, that's probably uh, exactly right. Um, 
Watching the lopsided games this weekend makes me reevaluate my desire to expand the college football playoffs. Oh, here we go. Only two of the six <laughs> games were even worth watching. Going to eight teams will probably be this bad. Toby in the Pentagon. I've been telling you people that for years. There are too many teams that make the playoffs in pro sports. There's going to be too many that make it in college football. Let's Less talk about this. is John, where better. Do you fall? Where do you fall on the college football playoff uh, opinion scale? Well, when we when we were in when we were entrenched in the Big Twelve, I was all for four teams because I thought that we don't need any more for Oklahoma. As an Oklahoma fan, which uh-huh. is all I care about, I, I do not care about You're anybody selfish. else. I do not care about anybody else. Okay, there's zero concern. I never cared about any mid major or you know non power five blah blah. OU football, when we were a part of the Big 12 or as a part of the Big 12, all we need is a four-team playoff. In addition, as evidenced by this year's round of playoffs, other year rounds of playoffs, the, 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 the four teams are the four teams. There's rarely a fifth team where you're like, wow, that guy should have really been in there. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Uh, you, you typically always get the best two teams playing in the championship. I, I don't know that you need it. Now that we're going into the SEC – as a selfish OU fan, because of what the position we've put ourselves in, which I'm in favor of going to the SEC, I think it's the right move. I think it's a forward-looking move. I think it's where we need to be to remain competitive and to re- remain a blue blood. I think we probably need to expand the playoff just because the likelihood of OU going 12-1 and just isn't as realistic as it is every year in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. So as an OU fan, it's going to be tough to get in. It's going to be tough to get in. I think we need to go eight or twelve. Mm-hmm. But all that to be said, um, I, I, I agree with TJ. I think there's too many teams. I, you don't need them. I mean, you could have done the BCS this year, and it would have been the same thing. You guys have an interesting focus, and I'm, and it's probably the right focus. Both you and TJ say something similar. The right teams are getting in. You know, you don't only you don't need more than four because only four teams deserve to play for it. That's an interesting way to look at it. I've never looked at it like. Yeah, I don't question like it at focus. the end. They select the team, and then I'm if they were only only to select two, like we did in the past, I was always fine with it. I'm like, okay, here's my two. Yeah, you would have got Alabama and Michigan this year, by the way. Yeah, on your probably two. would have. But. Like so, you're the the lone focus, and maybe this is the way I should look at it for you guys is, you want to make sure the right champion is named. The fewest number of teams to get the most deserving champion named. It's all about the champion. I just want to watch. I just want. I just want watch fun football. Like I'm not worried about who's gonna win. You're gonna the right team is gonna win it where they have four or twelve. Yeah, but like or sixteen. But to TJ's point, was it's just more fun. Was this weekend? Was this weekend of football in the NFL fun football? No, and but were, there were, have been and, a lot of. And were these happened. semifinals this year fun football? No. And so that's. I mean, I think that's maybe a little bit of what sours. At least I won't speak for TJ, but what sours my my position on having an expanded playoff is is this what we're going to get are yeah. more, more games where we're just blowing I don't teams think, up? i mean i don't think so maybe but like i have a hard time imagining if we have like the the most common uh proposition is the first four teams get a bye 
and then we get 5 verses 12, 6 verses 11, 7 verses 10, 8 verses 9. And I think that's going to give us some fun games. I think it's going to give us some good, fun college football games. And then the next round, you know, I'm sure there'll be some blowouts, and I'm sure there'll be some close games, and then eventually you're going to get to a champion. And maybe you get to the same champion you would have gotten to now, but I get 11 playoff games to get there, which I highly enjoy, and all the drama at the end of the year to see whether you make it into the 12-team playoff or not by so many more teams would be fun for me rather than just focusing on, well, they don't deserve it. Only the four best teams deserve to get in. I'm not even saying it's wrong. It's just it's a different mindset for me, this whole – it's very it's very much consistent for TJ with the way you look at things. TJ is all about champion. It's all about winning it and the teams that deserve it and all that kind of stuff. And So you're being consistent, TJ, and I just that's not the way I've ever looked at it. I just well, want to see I fun mean, football and more I, games is better. But, but I, think about the, I think about the NCAA basketball tournament. Oh, I love it. And – but, but I love it too. The first two rounds, that's, a, that's the best two days of the year for me. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it, it absolutely yeah. is. That Thursday and Friday are the best two sports days of the year for me. Agree. But two weeks from then, I want to see Duke play yeah, North not Carolina. Me. Not me. I want to see Kansas play Kentucky. I don't. I, I mean, that's where I want to. That's as a sports fan, I love the chaos. Yeah. But then I want the cream to rise to the top. Yeah. TJ agrees with you on yeah, that. He I doesn't like when Cinderella makes it through. No, Cinderella's I, I, cute for what, a couple of nights, and then she's got to go. So. I mean, that's that's why I get a final four of only blue bloods. It's less interesting to me than if I have somebody, an underdog, to pull through. I like an underdog. I like an underdog in life. Well, I, I like mean, Oklahoma and the underdogs. Well, I mean, if Butler could have won it, that would have been a, a yeah. story beyond belief. Sure. I, I agree with Loyola, that. Loyola, Chicago was a great I, story. I agree. They're, they're every once in a while. But I still, there's something about tuning in to see the two big dogs just get after it. I mean, it's like that Alabama-Georgia game here a couple weeks ago. I am not an SEC fan. I, I was not fired up about watching that. But then to settle in and start watching that game and see the level that those two teams were performing at less interesting for me. Oh, I don't know. I, those two dudes, were, those two teams were just killing each I other. I agree and, with you. I'm sure that's the way you feel. I'm telling you how I feel. Yeah. Less interesting for me to see Duke and Kentucky play than to see Villanova Georgetown, to see NC State and Houston. There's a reason some of the the greatest championships that we can remember include a Cinderella because it's the best storyline. It's a better movie. Hoosiers is a great movie yep. because Hickory is in the game. It wouldn't have been good if it was Muncie Central and, <laughs> and Pike. South, and South Bend Central. Yeah. I like a Cinderella. Okay. Uh, I have a harder time enjoying Blue Bloods. In fact, I get angry about it if Oklahoma's not there. Kansas and Duke for a championship? Ugh. Alabama and Georgia I, I for know. a championship. I, I like I like the heavyweight aspect, and I think of it in terms of golf. I would much rather Tiger be there than not. Back in the day, well, I'm a Tiger fan, so I agree with you. Yeah, give me give me Federer and, and Djokovic in the finals at Wimbledon every single year. What is that sport? That's tennis. Oh, they're I not to, they're not playing it this year in Australia. I used to watch. <laughs> they're taking the they're this. taking the year off in Australia. We'll take a break. Six thirty four in the morning. We'll continue this conversation because. Well, I think John did bring up something there that is very interesting and is worth hashing out a little bit. Is it better 
for is it best for OU not to go to the SEC until the playoffs expand? That's a good question, I think. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. All right, let's go straight to the phones. Kent is on hold. Good morning, Kent. How you doing, gentlemen? Good. How are you, Kent? Doing great. Hey, uh, tuned in a little while ago. Heard you guys talking about uh, Direct TV, and I was going to give you guys a little advice. If you like streaming, but you like the ability to channel surf, Direct TV offers a live streaming service called Direct TV Stream. They give you a little set top box, and you can surf from channel to channel like you do with your regular Direct TV or cable. Because a lot of these streaming services are all app based, and you have to go to a guide and just do endless scrolling. So uh, if you like DirecTV but you don't like it going out when it rains, you can get DirecTV Stream with their little box and you get all the benefits of DirecTV as far as the channel surfing and being able to surf through channel numbers without having to worry about it going out in the bad weather. Because that, That's a big drawback for me because, you know, obviously in Oklahoma from, what, March to June, you're running into a lot of bad weather, so... Anyway, I was just going to offer that out there for you guys. Uh, All right. Thank you, Kent. TV stream. It. Sounds fancy. It is fancy. It's high tech. Hey, also, do uh, you guys have any idea when we're going to hear about this uh, this quarterback, uh, I guess, uh, Dart from U.S. I guess the uh, tight end trig? I think it'll be today. Today, I think. The way he was dropping hints on Twitter yesterday, I think it's today. Yeah. Well, I actually had an Ole Miss guy going back and forth with me on Twitter about the benefits of Ole Miss over Oklahoma. And he, I guess he said that Ole Miss has been to three New Year's Six Bowl games in the last seven years. And I looked up their record the last seven years. They had a losing record every year but two. So I was kind of – maybe you guys do a little research and verify that. But uh, I guess the big benefit to Ole Miss is they may not have the competition in the quarterback room right now. But – you know, really, no, there's not a starter at Oklahoma either. And we got one high school kid coming in and a guy that has played with Levy. But, you know, if this, if this uh, Jackson Dark kid's all he's cracked up to be, he should be able to come in and compete. So I don't think kids at his his level are overly worried about that. They have a lot of confidence. And they know when he gets the program they go to, they're going to have to compete at to earn a job. Yeah. Hey, stay out of those Twitter spats, Ken. It's not healthy oh, for you. I will. Okay. <laughs> all right. See you later, bud. Talk to you later. Um, 405-329-9000. If you'd like to hop in, you can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Parker Thune's going to join us in uh, about an hour from now, a little less than an hour from now. He is our recruiting expert on uh, the ref here, uh, and he'll have the latest. We, we were texting a little bit last night about Dart and Trigg. I, I think he expects... He thought maybe even last night we would hear something. So I think today there's a pretty good chance. Uh, still nothing on Caleb Williams, by the way, Teach. Andy has gone completely quiet. Like there's mm-hmm. like Jackson Dart over the last five, six days, you've seen stuff pop up with him. You've seen him at different places. Even Caleb, when he's gone on these supposed visits, you see nothing. It's like stealth mode, man. It yeah. is curious. Yeah. I, I, I firmly believe, and I think most do, that he's still going to end up at USC. But it is 
this gap in time is curious, you know. It just keeps dragging on and on. And I, I don't know why. I, maybe it's an NIL situation. I, I don't know what. Maybe they're working on a video. I don't know what the deal is. But uh, I do think you're going to hear something. We did hear something. Chubba Purdy yesterday uh, said he's going to Nebraska, so mm-hmm. you can cross him off the list. And, oh, you did pick up a couple of more defensive backs out of the portal. Trey Morrison from North Carolina. And uh, I don't know if it's Connie Walker or Kanai Walker. Do you know, TJ, the Louisville defensive back? I don't know for sure. I've been saying Kanai, but I didn't know if I was saying it properly. I didn't know. Sounds better. Connie, uh, that sounds like a a woman's name. So we'll say Kanai. And if we turn out it's Connie, don't tell him I ever said that, please, (laughs) TJ. But that's three DBs now in the last couple of days. They got the Wyoming defensive back on uh, Sunday, I believe. So a uh, rush of defensive backs here for Brent Venables. And I think they expect to hear from the two USC guys coming up here probably today. Probably today. The last segment I threw out the question, TJ, is it best not to go to the SEC till the playoff expands? If the playoff expands, the ACC kind of came out and threw cold water on the whole expansion a couple of days ago. John brought up the point that uh, when they go to the SEC, then he might be in favor of expansion. Uh, What do you think? I think the ball here, I mean, I don't know. I'm not not speaking. Joe has not shared any confidence with me about when they're going to go or even if they know what the plan is or anything like that. But I think to some extent, maybe to a complete extent, the ball is in OU and Texas's court here. Um, as whether they just play this out through 2025 or they try to find some mm-hmm. way to leave early with a penalty or whatever. So we all thought when we heard OU and Texas were jumping that the playoff expansion was happening immediately. Um, I thought it would have been... You know, by now we would have certainly heard something, but we haven't. So, would they be better off to slow play this thing? My thing has always been: Why do you want to have to try to win more games? So, my thought process in going to the SEC for Oklahoma is: You may not get into the playoff as often, but you may build a better team. And if you're only in there two out of five years you're hitting for one of those two for a championship. And I'd rather hit for that championship and be out of the playoff most years than make the playoff three out of five, four out of five, if that makes sense. Like the SEC, that seems how it works. Outside of Alabama, who is the one constant, it's Georgia hitting. It's LSU hitting. You just hit every three to four years when you cycle around and you take advantage of it. I would rather have that than just getting there and not capturing that championship. And I would I would like a shorter path there is what I'm saying. I would rather win two games than expand out and have to win three or four, whatever it may be. Go ahead, John. I No, I think TJ's right, and I think – when we go to the SEC, regardless of whether it's a 12 or a 14, going to the SEC is better for OU. We will be a better team. We will recruit better. Uh, we're already seeing it in facilities and resources. Uh, everything is better about going to the SEC. And to TJ's point, uh, 
Um, yes, if we can hit every two out of every five years, um, then that's a win for us, and that's where we need to be and where we should expect to be. However, I want to see us playing as often as we can in the playoff because I still think you need to play as much as you can in order to have a chance. Sure, I'm all for that too, and, and especially if you get to the level of Alabama, then then great, and competing the way that they are in the playoff every year and you're hitting for championships, then that's what I'm ultimately for. And I think Oklahoma, if it's played right, can become Alabama when Saban cycles out. And that's going to be soon. Saban's not going to be around much longer. And this is your opportunity coming in, coming in with a energetic coach the way Brent Venables is and becoming that team. And that would be the ultimate goal. All right, I feel like we're having – I'm not on the same wavelength. So let's take a break, and I'm going to reset the conversation because I'm not completely understanding. Uh, we'll talk oh, – we're talking OU and SEC. We got OU Kansas, by the way, coming up tonight inside the Lloyd Noble Center. we got to talk some Sooners and Jayhawks coming up as well. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Norman Regional Health Systems brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Toby will have a uh, guest on tomorrow, a surgeon. Talk about robotic surgery. Hmm. Much smarter than us. So that'll be tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow no. tomorrow afternoon show, tomorrow morning show. Uh, thank you to Norman Regional Health Systems. Are you saying it takes more brains to be a surgeon than a sports radio host? Is that the... Oh yeah, assumption. Yeah. No, you're I'm definitely there? saying that. There's no assumption. I'm definitely <laughs> saying that's fact. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I, I have some text here, but I don't want to take up that time that you want to respond to this. So go ahead and give your thoughts. No, I just want to like. So I feel like you started answering the question, and then you ventured down whether OU should go into the SEC or not. What? That's not a debate. We're all in agreement. OU going to the SEC is a good deal. What I'm saying is, should they still leave early? There are, you said something about four or five years or something. There's three years left on this thing. So 22, 23, and 24. The end of the 24, 25 season is it. And they're not going this year, it doesn't look like, right? So there's like two more years after this year. So we have three football seasons left in the Big 12 before the contract expires. And they're free to go on their own without paying a penalty, you know, the eighty million or whatever is rumored out there. Or maybe they could, you know, maybe they could bargain. A, I, it doesn't seem like Bob Bowlesby is in the negotiating mood, but maybe they could negotiate that eighty million to fifty million, whatever the case may be. Well, I guess my question is: Is it still worth if there's not going to be an expanded playoff, and we're only going to have four teams in the playoff? You've got a program right now that's in transition, and you're going to have to write a big check. How big? I don't know. Is it still worth it to go ahead and jump early? Or since there's not going to be an expansion, do you just say, all right, for three more years we'll do the Big 12 thing, we'll let Brent try to build this thing to where we want it, and then we'll be set to go into the Big 12 without having to pay $80 million in three seasons? Or is it? Not a big deal. Let's just pay the money, go now, and we'll start to try to get in the 14 playoff now in the SEC. My thought is I think 
new coach, new staff, turnover, and some personnel. Good for them to have the Big 12 this year, get your feet under you, and then I think you want to get to the SEC as soon as possible because I don't think you take that next jump and hit that next level until you've been there, competed there, and been able to recruit there. So I don't mm-hmm. think waiting the three years does anything for you. I think I think you want to get Save there and make money that jump. money is what jump. it does. So, yeah, well. And it gives you a better shot of getting in the playoff. I mean, the trade-off is what you said. Leave early, get into the SEC, start to reap the benefits now right. or to next year of recruiting, whatever getting used to playing in the SEC means. I don't know what that means, but all that. Or stay now, save the money, and have a better shot of getting in the playoff. Yeah, I- I'm for but the you job might not be as than, equipped once later. you get into the playoff. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm for the mm-hmm. jump. I'm for the jump. I haven't heard a good reason why, though. I, I just, like what I just said, I just think that you start recruiting better. I think you start building a better program. I think you start competing at a higher level. Me making the playoffs and not being able to compete is not worth it. I want to make the playoffs and be competitive in the playoffs. I want to win games. I want to win championships. And I don't think that happens until you have the luxury of recruiting players to the SEC. You can't win until you're in the SEC, is it's, your, what it, you're saying. It's harder. You can't win a national championship until you've gone through the SEC. Clemson's proved you can. So if Brent has that formula, then I get what you're saying. And sure, then stay in the Big 12 as long as you can. And if he's able to flip it that quick and start winning championships, maybe. But I wonder what Brent would say. I wonder if Brent would say, give me a couple of years here to – I could still recruit to the SEC. Right now, he's, sure he's, he is. Yeah, he's, right now, they've started that. Sure, I would think that they have. Well, I could. I give me a couple of years here to get my to get facilities to get everything underneath me to get this thing where I want, and then let's go to the SEC. Or if he would say, "Nope, let's go now," it's it would be better if we just emerge ourselves in the submerge ourselves in this SEC thing, sink or swim. We'll grow faster if you throw the baby in the pool. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good question. Not OU's a baby, but it'd be better if we just learned to swim because if you don't, you're going to drown. Or would you rather build it and then go in feeling like you've got everything um, underneath you? You're feeling as strong as possible going into the new conference. That's a He'll never tell us that, but that'd be interesting to know. All right, top of the hour break. We can continue this discussion back after this.